0: Hi everyone, welcome back or welcome to the Realities of Life with Christ podcast. I'm your host, Tiana, and today we're going to be talking about the dating scene today, present day dating scene, dating times. Um, So just to get right into it, um, I wanted to talk about this because from what I've noticed, The dating scene now is just really messed up and twisted, honestly. I mean, you do get a few um, love stories that are just amazing, you know, but for the most part, especially around my age group, it's just very, like I said, just twisted and far from what God wants it to be and what he designed it to be. So yeah, let's get into it now. (laughs) To be completely fair, though. I can't say that I know a ton about the dating scene, like from experience, just because I don't go on many dates for real. And I honestly haven't been in many relationships in my life either (laughs) before or after Christ. Um, I have been single since my walk with Christ began. And I I truly just am enjoying being single. in a way of continuing to develop my walk with christ not like in a single ready to mingle type of way but if you are then that's fine but i'll just want to be clear about that <laughs> but i do enjoy being single um yeah i like being i like being single right now um But the reason why I say that the dating scene is so messed up right now is because in general, like society lacks emotional maturity and communication, not even just the people of my age group, but I think as a whole, like a lot of people really lack that and people are immensely afraid of commitment and vulnerability and honesty and these types of things make it nearly impossible to have a successful relationship <laughs> um and then with nowadays with the dating there are all these unspoken rules that a lot of people people like me aren't aware of <laughs> it's like a rule number 1 if you like somebody you can't tell them or you can't show it because you'll be the weak one Like people ghosting people, lots of game playing and manipulation, mind games, just really treating people as if they aren't real human beings with real lives and real feelings and emotions. And just people honestly using each other for their own selfish game is essentially what the dating pool is like today. Um, Like one minute they like you, next minute they don't, but they see you pull away. So now they want to reel it back in and they want to give you attention more because they want to feel love, but they don't want to give love. So much toxicity, <laughs> like so many things. Um, and it's just like dating has turned into this one big who can care the least game and how many games can we play. And, you know, it's just, it's just ridiculous, ridiculous. Honestly, like if you are not filled with Holy Spirit or don't, don't seek the Lord regarding relationships, I truly believe that it is impossible for you to be successful in having a healthy relationship in this dating world nowadays. For me, like i listen it may not seem like it but i am such a lover girl (laughs) like even with my friends and family like i just love love i love loving all my friends i love pouring into them i love love and romance and all that sweet stuff like i'm really a lover girl like i just recently took a personality test i think it's called like the 16 personalities or so and my in the relationships category it described me as a hopeless romantic like and I I hated to say it at first I embrace it now but like that's true <laughs> like they're not lying I just love love and romance and stuff and so yeah like I said when I start dating <laughs> you better believe I'm involving God in every single step of the way because listen y'all not about to rip my heart to stress okay <laughs> like my heart no y'all not about to do that to me <laughs> <laughs> so, goodness. Um but anyway, to the meat of it all. I want to talk about what the word of God says about um, unions and about marriage and to encourage any Christians out there who are believing God for a spouse one day who want to get married. Um, Now, the word doesn't necessarily talk about dating per se, but we can draw examples from the um, godly relationships throughout the Bible. And we can draw examples from these things and to help us determine how to court and how to date God's way. Um, so let's first story I want to bring up or first book I want to bring up in the Bible is Esther. Let's talk about her. So, OK, so it's es- like Esther's really one of my favorite books. But so Esther was a single woman and she was being raised by her older cousin because she lost her parents. Um, I'm not going to get all into the details of it, like read the book yourself. But <laughs> from what, what I personally received from reading it is that it is important that you date to marry and that you date or courts with intention, because God was able to greatly use Queen Esther and King Xerxes. And he had a major, major plan for them, he was able to use that union, those two people, to get wickedness out of authority, and to save a nation of lives. Because Esther was in the will of God when she decided who she wanted to marry. So, or, you know, when she decided to step into the not dating scene, because it wasn't like a dating scene. It was like way back in the day where like, this was a king. So she had to prepare to be seen in front of him. Like, it was a lot. But before she committed to that life, before she stepped into that, she had a goal. You know, she wasn't just like dating just to date. Or she wasn't like, I'm going to play some mind games to get him to love me more than I, like, it was none of that. <laughs> like, she went in there with a purpose. Like, and she submitted to the will of God for her life at that time with that man so another example from the bible is Ruth and Boaz so and this is also a book in the bible you can read it it's called Ruth but um so Ruth this is what I and this is what I personally received from it like this is what I got from reading it so to paraphrase Ruth was a lover girl as myself like myself and she wanted to she didn't want to leave her mother-in-law her um husband which is her mother-in-law's son, of course, her husband ended up dying. It was two, there were two daughter-in-laws. Um, and one of, both of the sons ended up dying. And then the other daughter-in-law left after her husband, which is Naomi's mother, I mean, Ruth's mother-in-law. See, this is why I didn't want to go into all the details because I'm over here stuttering. But okay, so there was Ruth and then there was Naomi. Naomi was Ruth's mother-in-law. There were two women, Ruth and the other woman. I don't know her name. Both of their husbands died, which was Naomi's son's. The other young lady left after her husband died, she left. And then Naomi, the mother-in-law was like, Ruth, if you want to leave, you can. It's not like I can, she was old. So she's like, it's not like I'm going to have another son. And even if I do, it's not like you're going to wait for him. So Ruth, like I said, being a lover girl that she is, she was like, no, I love you. I'm not leaving you. I'm going to follow you and I'm going to serve the God that you serve. Like, so yeah, what I got from it is she's a lover girl. Anyway, so... But yes, so she went and followed her mother-in-law. And then she went to go work in the fields, gathering up like barley and wheat and stuff, I guess. I don't know. But um, it says in the book, like, go read it. But so she went, she was working in the fields. And then that's when she met Boaz. And Boaz essentially or eventually took her in to be his wife. Eventually. And so what I personally received from that is that when you are focusing on your purpose you don't ha- like you don't have to look for love you don't have to find your husband like it just inspired me to focus on purpose because I know like ladies like when it comes to women like we just like I want to be married with my man that I want romance I want this I want that like you know and a lot of men and women want that but I know for us Like most women want to be married. And so it can be something that can become a distraction and an idol really quickly if that's all that we focus on and think about is marriage. And like I said before, Ruth wasn't looking for a man. Like she was just doing her job in the field and following her mother in law when Boaz found her. You know, and the Bible also says, He who finds a wife, not the other way around. You shouldn't be. Ladies, you shouldn't be looking for your husband. Like, he should be looking for you. <laughs> so, and it and it will come, like, naturally. You don't have to force it. And another thing that I saw from this story, because Boaz, um, he, he saw Ruth. He was curious about her. Um, he kind of watched her. And then he, um, some type of exchange happened between those two. And then he was like, okay, I'm going to see if... The next person in line to take you into marriage, according to lineage, I'm going to see if they want to marry you. If not, then I'm going to take you in as my wife. Give me until the end of the day to do so. He went, he handled business, and he took her as his wife by that day. Like, so what I'm saying is, like... The man is the head of the household. The man is the provider, the security, the you know, that is the man's job and this man did his job well. You know, when it came to marriage and taking a woman in as his wife, like she didn't have to do anything. Only thing she was doing was following her mother-in-law, seeking the Lord, doing her job or doing whatever she was doing and then that happened to her or that happened, you know, with her. So that's one thing that's really important he didn't expect for her to pursue him he didn't sit there waiting for her to like come after him and she didn't do that so that's just really admirable about that story um yeah and I just believe that that shows us how the Lord desires for things to go and how things are supposed to go when we are dating and when we are courting and getting ready for marriage so yeah y'all that's it that's it that's it I hope that um you all enjoyed this episode and found it encouraging, you know, just for the all the lover people out there, or even just Christians, Christians that are waiting for marriage and that want to be married. I just encourage you to seek the Lord about it and just be patient and just focus on what the Lord has you to focus on. You know, what's the like la- whatever the last thing is that He told you, just focus on that and do that. And I promise you, like love will come like it'll be clear for you the lord will speak to you however you need to be spoken to and in a way that it'll be clear for you to understand um so yeah check out these books read ruth and read esther because they're really good but yes if you liked this episode and it was encouraging rate it rate this episode five stars or this podcast five stars share it subscribe turn on post notifications or whatever platform you're watching this on do that (laughs) in Jesus name (laughs) and share it with a few people and I'll catch you all in the next one bye